It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, my Thanksgiving show for 2014. And... One of the things that, you know, we look at this time, you know, sort of towards the end of the year, and we go, what have we done? What have we accomplished? What did we sort of overlook? And often this is the time of year when everything goes into such tremendous speed up that you, it's almost like until you're in the middle of January where you go, oh, my gosh, I didn't even, you know, plan things for the upcoming year. So I want to just plant a few seeds in your brain here on the Thanksgiving side of things, that you may actually be in better shape and condition than you thought you were. So, but before I do that, I wanted to talk about a few things that I saw, sex in the news. And one of the first that I saw that had me go, you know, thank goodness they finally did a scientific study about this. It was a preference. It was someone who I know, uh, a colleague, who had posted on the preferences for pubic hairstyles and trimming. And uh, I believe it was Megan Andalou who did it. And I looked at this and I was like, interesting. And, but one of the things that I found, yeah, it's pu- pubic hair removal patterns of college students. And it's an infographic. And what it talked about was, and it's Dr. Justin Laymiller, who actually did this um, pattern. Now, I don't see exactly which school they were at. Maybe they don't really want people to know. But um, it was, oh, pardon me, there were two, one in the Midwest and one in the South. Now, the majority of the participants were white, heterosexual, and between the ages of 18 and 22. And what they looked at were the woman's own pubic hair removal practices in the last four weeks. And it showed that 50% were totally hair-free, okay? 26% removal, moved hair some of the time. And there was, you know, a, a smaller number still further where they removed just some hair, 15%. Trimmed hair only so it isn't so bushy, 6%. And no removal was 4%. Now, contrast this with the male pubic hair removal, and please understand, people, that when we're talking about pubic hair removal, we're talking about people becoming totally programmed by porn, okay? Because prior to porn wanting to have a clean shot of a penis entering a vagina, 
or a shot of things, there really wasn't that much trimming, truly. Um, and the main reason for pubic hair in the first place was to concentrate the pheromones. So you're taking away a real sex turn-on that you may not even know about. Anyways, let's continue on with 18 to 22-year-old males. Their own pubic hair removal practices, I just love saying that. That's quite fun. Um, Removed some hair, 24%. Trimmed hair only, 22%. Removed all of the hair was 22%. Typically hair-free. So I don't know what removed all hair sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Okay, typically hair-free was 19% of them. Sometimes they remove it, I guess, when they're going somewhere or going to be a little active and something. And no removal or trimming is 13%. The thing that I came down to is I thought it was interesting that the males, 60% of them prefer a hair-free partner. And that's because of what they're seeing online. That's because of what they see with porn. And Mother Nature didn't design things to, you know, be all shaped off all the time. Trimmed, yes, if there's just too much of it or if you have a bathing suit that's a little too wide. Women, it's only 24% of them who prefer a hair-free partner. You know, between manscaping, between removing men's body hair, chest hair, arm hair, everything, it's like, yikes. We're turning them all into, you know, they look like little boys. And that's what I find interesting. Who wants to look like a little girl? Who wants to look, you know, juvenile? That's... Hey, I don't think there's anything wrong with trimming or tidying things up, but the only reason we get, we are programmable people when it comes to this. So anyone who wants to look at that, if you go on to um, Facebook, look for Sex and Psychology, Dr. Justin Laymiller, or you can go to Megan Andalou, and that's M-E-G-A-N. Andalou is A-N-D-E-L-L-O-U-X, Okay. And one of the other things that I just thought was absolutely hilariously funny was a video of three grandmothers who had never tried marijuana, smoking this great big huge bong. It was a riot. And, you know, these women were very straightforward about, hey, you know, I I tried it, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think I, you know, needed to be... I think I got a little more stoned than the other one, but it is a really cute video. And another article that I thought was kind of interesting, cuffing, or apparently just wanting to be in a relationship through a holiday season because you're lonely. So be that as it may. I also had one more uh, article that I had read talking about And I totally agree with this, that we get told so often that we're supposed to be having sex X number of times a day, we're supposed to be having X, Y, and Z types of sex, and yet, and we're supposed to be sleeping together one on top of the other, when in all actuality, that is not how real people's worlds are lived. People often don't end up sleeping in the same bed together maybe because someone snores, you know, rather, you know, tremendously, and neither one of them gets a good night's sleep because the one's waking up the other one with their snoring, and then the one who's woken up, you know, goes, 
excuse me, you know, roll over, do something, or poke them. So you really don't get to have that deep, restful sleep. And also, the being able, some people just are not overly comfortable sleeping with someone or cuddling up with someone. Some people had great imprinting when they were younger. I guess that's how we would refer to it as a child. So they're comfortable, you know, being totally snuggled up with someone. So those are some of my articles. I'll, I'll, you know, cover a few more of Sex in the News. But let me jump back to grateful at Thanksgiving. And what I'd like you to consider is what are you grateful? And then the next question is how do you show you're grateful? How do you show gratitude? And that's not only to another person, but of course we interact with other people all day long, so of course that is one area. But how do you show that you are grateful to yourself? And one of the things that I think we have to be so, so aware of is the adage and the comment, you can't really love someone until you love yourself. And if you cannot love who it is, you know, like the divine part of who you are, you're only going to be able to love to a certain extent to other people. So the, the reason that I start with the gratitude and what are you grateful for and what are you thankful for is that that is one of the most crucial steps to being able to be successful. Because if you can look at something, even if you're going through an absolute hellstorm of something, you can look at what did I learn from this? What are my lessons? That's what we're in these little suits called bodies to do, is to learn different lessons. So let's go to how might you show gratitude in your relationship? And I'm going to borrow from John Gottman. He and his wife, the therapist, have the Gottman Institute. And they can look at, they took uh, a group of newlyweds and, and just you know, newly married couples, and they observed them in a bed and breakfast, obviously not observing in the bedroom, that might be a bit much, but they observed them and how they interacted with one another. And he says he can determine within 97% accuracy whether or not they will remain married or they will divorce. And one of the things that they really looked at, and heres I say this to people all the time, there's really one main behavior that I see that truly makes a difference in whether or not your relationship is going to stay together, and that is trust. Because if you trust someone, and there's just certain things that you won't do, and there's certain things that you will do. And knowing that, you know, it's the trust, and it's having that, having someone's back, and having the openness to that, and being open to what the person is saying. And Gottman referred to it as, um, just as an example, when someone makes a comment about, oh, honey, look at that bird, 
if she goes, I don't give a like a rat's whatever about that bird. Uh, but instead, she turns towards, and you know, the turning towards is the opening into his space. That then tells them that ah, they are interested. They are hearing what's important for me. So we're coming up to our first break here. Lou Paget here, and I'm talking about what are you grateful at Thanksgiving? And we're going to go through a number of different things that can spark you, can get you back on track, and can have you have a grateful and happy Thanksgiving. Please stay with me. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Sacred Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom in ingenuity and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons. Her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. 
having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And as I said before we went to the break, this is a show talking about what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for about your body, about your relationship, about the things you may have learned, the things, hey, we, we also, I think we learn more when we've, we've had total disasters happen to us because those things are the serious download that then you have to get creative. And I'd been writing some articles, and I, one of them was about being grateful that I was around uh, my closest girlfriend who lost her husband. She taught me more about grief and about being thankful and grateful for my own relationship. Because there's times when we have, as this one gentleman, I remember him saying, sometimes what happens in relationships is it's like a slippery slope. And you, you don't pay attention to it. And anyone who has ever heard me talk knows that for me, I am well aware that your most seductive behavior is your attention. And what you give attention to thrives and flourishes. So attention and gratitude, that's kind of what Gottman was talking about with people who turn into one another. The things that will be the, you know, the downfall of a relationship is someone who is critical and derisive. And let's be really candid here. That's what we get trained to do. We don't get a lot of social training until all of a sudden we realize, oh, maybe, maybe there's a different way of doing this because we get raised with being critical beings as if that's the only way to be. Yet we're born of love and that's what we're here to do. I would ask you when you are going through your day to even, you know, here's the thing. Even that person who may have cut you off as you were heading somewhere, you know, maybe you should be grateful that they cut you off because maybe they made you that millisecond later that stopped you from having an accident. You may not know that. I mean, if you go to that level of everything in your world is happening for a reason and instead of the world is trying to make me crazy, your life is going to occur so differently, so very differently. So I would ask you to say thanks to yourself and to others about things daily. Now, for some people, this might be prayer. For other people, it might be meditation. For me, it's meditation. I try to do it just before I go to sleep. And as I get up in the morning, it really sets my day. And even when I'm having days where it's like, oh, super yikes factor, it's easier 
for me, when I've already set the pattern in my brain, oh, and by the way, a little FYI, this is from a gentleman who is a major efficiency expert. His name is Brendan Bouchard. Some of you may have heard of him. He literally makes the statement, if you want to lose, it's like 35% of your efficiency in a day, sit down first thing in the morning and start answering emails. Because then what you're doing, you're doing everyone else's timetable. You're not doing your own. So if you do, if you immediately open up your laptop or you immediately get on your iPad and you start checking your mail or your phone, you literally are then on their timetable. Wait until you've had your day sorted in your brain. You know what you're going to do. Then check it and get them done. I gave myself, and I'm very thankful, by the way, I gave myself the assignment of no longer prowling through certain websites ongoingly just because I'm sitting in front of the computer. Massive waste of my time. Massive. And in place of that, I started churning out articles last week like crazy. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to create. I'm not here to read, you know, goofball websites. Some of them are good, but a lot of them, and I have to tell you, it doesn't matter often where you're reading them because I try to read them from around the world. I'm thankful that I'm in a world that's very well connected. But I will tell you, the news that's coming from the British website, Daily Mail, it's the same news often that you're going to be getting at the age.au.co, uh, that's in Australia, that's in Perth, Australia, or news that you might be getting in Canada, news on either side of this country. You are getting almost identical news. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, you might get some local things in France and in Italy and Spain, but you are still getting, it's like the same news feeds. Gives you a little, you know, chance to pause and reflect on that. Here's another thing. When you are in a relationship with someone and you're thankful about them and you're grateful for them, chances are you are loving their soul more than you are loving their personality. And I got this from a book. It's called The I Am Discourses. And it's from St. Germain or Saint-Germain, and the comment is, is that if you are loving a soul, it is much easier to love a soul than to love a personality. And the personality in this case would be that outer presentation that people often have. Because when a soul comes in, a soul is here to do what you're here to do. They're here to learn their lessons, and one of the things they're here to learn about is how to be grateful. It, it is a powerful, powerful tool for how you see your world. Have you ever been around those people who are always like, meh, 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 meh? They're always like having the crabbies going on. That is someone who can't see the sunshine. And I literally have to remove myself from being energetically around that. Even if I'm like in a car with someone, I'm like, you know, I, I, just, I just can't hear it. it. It literally has gotten to the point, I want to be around positive. Even if it's a discussion that's not necessarily easy, the more thankful 
that you are that you're having the discussion and getting it out of the way, the easier it is going to be for you to move past things. Let me ask this one question. Who do you think deserves thanks in your life? Is it your partner? Is it your children? Is it your cat, your dog, your car, your friends? Or is it also you? Because I don't have to tell you this. You are very much in charge. You are totally in charge of what every single one of your reactions is. No one else can, no one else can make that happen. Mm-mm, nada, forget it. You are the only one. And if you have, what they call it, the attitude of gratitude, even if it's something I am grateful that I have the opportunity to have to make money this week in order to do blah, 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 then you're grateful. The world will operate so differently for you. And that's the same thing when you're grateful about your relationship. The same thing when you're grateful about your body. We're seeing more things now of a woman who had uh, online was showing, you know, her double mastectomy scars. No, admittedly, you know, it's her bare chest. And, you know, she said, I'm grateful I'm here. I'm thankful I'm here. She said, these scars do not define me. And when she said, my partner and I are going to have a lovely evening. We're going to be doing, you know, whatever it was they were going to be doing. But she had the attitude that I'm happy I'm here. I'm thankful I'm here. She didn't have that thing about, oh, woe is me, I'm a survivor. It's those people who say, well, my cancer. Your cancer? Listen, listen, we all have cancer cells in our bodies. It's your immune system is your number one defense against anything. And the more robust your immune system is, the better. Okay? And we're going to be coming up to my second break here in a moment. And I'm going to talk about some things in the news areas that I'm grateful for, particularly relative to sexual health and your body's health, that I'm very thankful I have the ability to learn about, to know about, because a lot of them are really affecting how people, what their health is. And when things affect people's health, it also affects how they relate to one another. And I watch many times when there's an illness, either with a family member, particularly a child, that totally pulls apart a marriage or relationship. So when we come back, I will talk about uh, things I'm grateful for that I have learned, and then I will continue with more things from Sex in the News. We're coming up to the tunes. This is Lou Paget. Please stay with me. Sex 
Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Sacred Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, in ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons. Her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. So before the break, I said I was going to share with you some things that I'm grateful that I got to learn about and follow. And one of them is an organization called Freedom Club USA. And one of the big things that I absolutely love about this group is that they have they have more um, they have articles that they've you know combed the internet to find all kinds of 
new stories, things that you literally you would not find all collected in one area. And one of their main foci is your health and the best things you can do for your health. And I will tell you, there are times that when you read this stuff, if you don't get downright mad, there, you, you, there might be something missing from you because to know that these things are being done to us and – but here's the other thing. As my one friend says, look, you don't go out into the middle of a snowstorm wearing a bikini, right? You wear clothes. So if you know that a snow, snowstorm is coming, you prepare accordingly. Well, knowing what they are doing – and here's the thing that I've been focused on really for about the last two, two months, three months. All of the products and things that are going into our bodies and on our bodies that are impacting its functionality, its health, and its sexuality. And I'm very grateful that, so my Thanksgiving is going to be spent going over, you know, gleaning through more and more of these articles. But for example, this, this is called freedomclubusa.org. Then what you do is it'll come up and you go to the little area that says news or it says earth news. Click on that little puppy and what will happen is you get this huge drop down of article after article after article by the date that they are posted. So, for example, one of them from today is GMOs are killing us. And the majority of you probably know GMOs are genetically modified organisms. And if you understand exactly what they've done, they're taking genes not from the same species, sometimes from other species, like this with corn, the genetically modified foods. The corn, it's like 98%, 97% in this country, soy, 94%. And what is being done is they are feeding people foods that are, that are basically disrupting their, their bodies, disrupting their metabolism. And trust me, Monsanto knows it's doing it, okay? They are, the other thing about GMOs, they are not government regulated. So the GMOs are able to come forward and say, oh, by the way, uh, we'll do our own testing on this. The FDA does not regulate them. They're not tested to see whether or not they're going to impact you. So you, your family, your children, everyone, if you are eating food that has genetically modified organ, organisms in it, it may very well be contributing to chronic issues that you already have. If it's um, something to do with gut, because the, depending on what, particularly with corn, it is designed to have an ongoing pesticide in it. This pesticide, the BX is how, is how they refer to it. And, yeah, I believe it's BX. And what it does is that when a bug eats it, this um, organism, the, when the bug eats the corn, it basically ruptures its stomach. That's how it kills the bug. Well, not only is it doing that to the bug, but it's also doing it to the other animals that are eating the corn, the pigs, the cattle, and the human beings. Now, then let's also look at what's happening to antibiotics. What is it? 70% of the antibiotics that are produced in this country 
are introduced into our foods. If your body isn't working well, it's not going to work well relationship-wise or sexually, period. It's just you're not going to feel well. You're not, your brain isn't going to be the same. The better the food is for you, the more aware you are. Fluoride. Fluoride is a highly, highly toxic uh, product. It is, it was, they never, it's never supposed to have been in water. And, and they made this whole noise and nonsense up about that it's, you know, better for teeth. To the contrary, it does not. And the fluoridation in the water, if you are able to do something where you can get the fluoride out of your water, it's difficult. Um, or do more filtered water. But I will tell you, it blocks the uptake of, of certain, you know, minerals that you need in your body. It shuts down the pineal gland. That's the thing that, you know, has you become more aware of things. And it is a, and it's so similar to iodine that the cells in your body open the iodine receptors to it. It clogs the receptors so that they can't accept the iodine that you need. And not only does your thyroid suffer, but because your thyroid needs iodine, but your whole body suffers because every cell in your body needs iodine. And fluoride is a poison. And uh, they, you know, they had it piled up uh, during World War II, and they made a decision, the oh, best way to get rid of it is, you know, put small amounts in drinking water. No safety tests were made. Massive brainwashing campaign was done. And, you know, the average person drinking fluoridated water is sicker and lives five years less than one who does not have it in their water. And this is according to a hidden CDC report, Center for Disease Control report. The one thing that I am grateful for and thankful for is the openness of information that we are able to get on the Internet. Now, admittedly, we have to be a little careful because we don't know. Sometimes it's a bit of a wild west out there, and you're not really sure who's delivering the information. But... I go back, I look at the person, I look at their credentials, but I have to tell you, when you see some of the things that are being done to us without the, you know, the, without proper testing, the genetically modified stuff just makes me crazy. Here's what, if, if you want to do your own research on this, jump online and look for... Monsanto, and then look for glyphosate, and that's G-L-Y-P-H-O-S-A-T-E, glyphosate. Now, what Monsanto will say is that glyphosate does not impact humans at all. I'm hitting the BS meter really heavily with that one, this one. That is a lie, a flat-out lie. And what is happening is it is showing up in people for uh, uh, gastrointestinal impacts for celiac. People are thinking that it is the um, the um, why can't I think of it? The gluten that's in wheat that's the main issue. No, it's not so much the gluten. The thing is that it is Monsanto wheat. That's the issue. It's that it is. The genetically modified organisms are the things that are causing the issue. And 
People are becoming much more aware of it. It's now literally to the point where, and even things that have been labeled organic, if you're trying to be careful for yourself and for your family and for your health, because you can't really enjoy relationships and your sex life and your life in general if you're not feeling well. And even now, you don't know, they still would allow certain forms of antibiotics imagine that, to be used on fruit trees. But they could still call them organic. So this is another thing where if you do have a farmer's market that you can go to and you do know the farmer, then you can actually ask them. I mean, this is just one of the things that's in the news that I was reading you know, earlier today of the antibiotics that are in apples. I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known they used antibiotics on apples. But apparently they do, and they do so to stop the um, uh, a spread of, I think it's a mold that they use. But think about it. Doctors, are, our world is awash in antibiotics. Doctors overprescribe antibiotics for viral infections. And by the way, when men get take antibiotics, they won't necessarily get a, they won't get a, um, a yeast infection, like a vaginal yeast infection the way women will, what they'll get is they'll get a sinus infection or they'll get sinus plug up. So, and then someone will go, well, you better get another antibiotic. I mean, we have them, first aid creams contain them, hand soap, cleansers. Look, we need to have our body's own ability to create antibiotics. It kills off all the good stuff as well. We need these organisms around us. And farm animals are absolutely pumped full of them. So the big thing I want people to be aware of is that there are places, and I'm, as I said, I am grateful and thankful that I can go and find this information for me that, you know, blueberries apparently, you know, were, contain streptomycin, which is an antibiotic, but it, it's a, this little girl went into an anaphylactic shock, meaning she, you know, couldn't breathe. Her throat was closing up. So we're coming to the third break of my Thanksgiving show, What I'm Grateful For. And when we come back, I'll go through a few more points of things and some more things from Sex in the News. Please stay with me. I'll be back right after this message or messages. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. 
Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Join the Executive Business Seminar with author and trainer, Dr. Risa Wolf, Ph.D. Are you looking for practical business tips and techniques for dealing with difficult situations or lowering speaking anxiety? Then this show is where you need to be if you are a business owner, corporate executive, or anyone ambitious about their career growth. Dr. Risa Wolf draws from her extensive mentoring background for business leaders and executives and interviews leaders who have practical solutions. Join Dr. Risa Wolf every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your edition of the Executive Business Seminar right here on ABRN, the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And in the first segment... When I was talking about sex in the news, I was talking about, you know, the styles of pubic hair removal. What I didn't uh, touch on in that is that one of the things, the, main, the number one way most people do remove uh, pubic hair is by shaving. Well, that ends up leading to a number of issues, uh, ingrown hairs, uh, rashes, I mean, probably one of the worst is ingrown hair, so you need to make sure you have, like, a little buff puff. Even if you have, even if you are waxed, you need to make sure you do that because when the little hairs are growing out, the little ends are often, you know, too, they're not very strong, so that's how they, you know, end up curling underneath the surface. So I just happened to notice another, and I don't know why Cosmo has so many of these, but they now have how to get a vagina facial. Now, here's the thing that I just from a strictly geographical standpoint, I feel that I need to point out. They are not actually doing a vagina facial. They are dealing with the vulva because they're not going internally. They are staying externally. And this is apparently something that is being done by the J sisters. They are Brazilian siblings who live in New York, and they've been known for their waxing and all of this stuff for years whether you call it, you know, the first doing the Brazilian bikini and then, but they have, this is an article, I'm going, why is it that we have more focus on that area of a woman's anatomy within Cosmo than on how are, the, how's the rest of your life feeling and what are you grateful for and what are you thankful for? Instead, it's like, 
it's they're constantly being told there's something else that they have to do to that area of their body, you know, the dazzling, whatever it may be, piercing this, that, whatever. I'm hey, I think if you wish to do something with your body, have at it. But I think it's also we don't need to have everyone look exactly the same. Like all these girls who are totally shaving themselves so they look like porn stars. Yikes. Come on. Have a little individuality. You know? I mean, put a little ink on it. I came back. That's okay, too. But, again, that's up to you. So the other, uh, I talked about freedomclub.org uh, uh, in the previous segment. What I'm going to tell you about is another one. And the gentleman who created this, his name is Todd Bollinger. And the, the segment that he did, it wasn't just a segment, it was a whole a uh, series of videos uh, for the truth about cancer. And if you go onto YouTube, you should be able to find, I'm just going to go on here right now as we're um, online with you, and he literally went around the country and spoke to uh, physicians, the people who were... I mean, there's, I think there's 11 different segments to it and talked about foods that fight cancer, talks about different treatments. One of the big things they talk about is, again, getting away from genetically modified foods, getting away from anything that has glyphosate in it, and your biggie, your absolute biggie for improving your immune system and improving your health, relationships, sexuality, is sugar. Because when you get away from, because what sugar does is it literally knocks out your immune system for, what is it? No, one soda. One of the gentlemen was saying that one, he's a heads up a, a cancer organization, and he said one large soda, it takes something like 20 glasses of water to neutralize the impact of that soda in your system. And in the meantime, you know, they, they refer to this time of year as flu season. I'm sure you've probably heard that before. Well, you know the number one reason why it's called flu season? What do you think just happened October 31st? Hmm? It's called Halloween. It's called candy. Then what happens... This coming Thursday, mm, Thanksgiving, desserts, sweets, candies. Mm, then next month, we have, what do we call it? We have our holidays, right? We have Christmas. We have, um, I'm going to just blow it here, the, the Jewish high holidays. And what does that entail? More sweets, candies, desserts things that people typically don't eat during the Then we have uh, New Year's. Then we have Valentine's. So what happens during all of these times? We are constantly being marketed sugar. And processed sugar, trust me, is not your friend. It is not your friend for your health, not your friend for your skin. It is, and, from, and cancer, by the way, is what they refer to as an obligate glucose metabolizer, which means, in essence, 
that cancer cells are voracious eaters of sugar. That's what they survive on. So they will gobble it up. When you go in to have a scan done, when they give you the radioactive in, you know, concoction, when they put you in for a PET scan to see if they can find cancer in your system, you know what they put it in with? Sugar, because they know that's exactly what's going to happen. The cancer is going to go after it like in a mad hurry. So if they know that, then why in oncologists' offices are there bowls of candy? Are you kidding me? And why after having a chemotherapy, you know, they give people sugar and ice cream cones and cookies? No. Sugar is not your friend. The faster you can get away from it, particularly refined sugars. Now, if you're eating honey, and don't, don't get pasteurized honey. It, it's just bleh. Go and get a raw farmer's honey. Get a honey that hasn't been adultered, hasn't been heated so that the, the proteins are denatured. Go and have a, um, a natural occurring sugar, um, a, um, a sugar cane, you know, normal sugar cane, not sugar cane that's been all the manufactured, but something, the agave, um, there's, there's different things that you, if you do have a slight sweet tooth, that you can use. But can, sugar itself is truly one of the most evil things for your body. And the other, okay, so we've got the sugar throughout from uh, Halloween all the way through to Valentine's Day. Then what also happens is people aren't getting enough vitamin D. And vitamin D is your buddy for your, your entire body. And then the other thing that's happening, the biggest thing that really takes care of the majority of spread of infections and things is cleanliness. Wash your hands. I mean, I was reading something. It was just the eel factor was like so far off the charts. I was like, oh, good God. It was like they were talking about the um, – they're talking about, oh, I know, the uh, – Oh, it's a type of um, coffee machine. And the new one where you put the little packets in and go, I guess, ping, and you're never supposed to let the water tanks empty out. Ew, that's like really disgusting. Anyone who knows anything about science knows you heat something up and put water there, you're going to get a, a biofilm on it. That's called moldy. Ew. But what they also talked about is they then studied uh, if you are using this and you're at work, make sure you wash your, your cup and you know, put it away safely because they found that 50% of the cups that they tested in this one particular study had fecal matter on them. Ay, ay, ay! What's going on in these offices? (laughs) So we just know, take care of your own cleanliness. Stop with the sugar. Find out what you're putting into your body. I am so grateful that I can go and get information. And this Todd Bollinger um, series that he did, The Truth About Cancer, phenomenal, by the way. And, you know, you can order it. There's also um, other things that will um, come with it if you want. We're coming down to the final part of my Thanksgiving show. And with the, you know, gratitude being the best attitude or an attitude of gratitude is the best thing, remember that you have so many things that you right now can be grateful for about your body, 
whether or not you think you don't like parts of your body, I bet you there are parts of your body you absolutely do. Concentrate on that. When you think about your relationship, what are the sweet things about your relationship? And even for someone who might be struggling with, I don't want to be in this relationship, what are you learning about yourself that you can be grateful for? Uh, I have a morning call every morning, a uh, responsibility call that we both do eight o'clock in the morning and say, look, what are you, you know, what are you grateful for? And it was, you know, grateful that, that she is aware of why she's going through this and that she can see that she's coming to the next part of what her life is going to be. Another thing, you know, they talk about the random acts of kindness. There's some of those, all you have to do is look on YouTube and you can, it can just make your heart smile and you can be so grateful that that, you know, that you got to witness that because the person who does the sweet thing, they get as much of an increase in the feel good brain hormones as the person who received it. And then the people who witness it, they get that too. So, and, and here's the other thing, it doesn't, you don't have to do grand, huge gestures, something that makes someone feel acknowledged, that squeeze on the shoulder. It's like, you know what? Thank you for making my, you know, my favorite cranberries. I love them. Saying thank you. That's what Thanksgiving is about, that you're thankful that you're here. You're thankful that you get to share this journey. And for all of you, even if you are with family members who may make you crazy because they push your buttons, don't worry, they put the buttons there, but you can always deactivate them. So for every person, uh, I wish you a fabulous Thanksgiving. May you be aware of your blessings and remember to love the people's souls, not the personality, because the soul is who they truly are. This is Lou Paget. Until next week, take care and happy Thanksgiving. you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 